Welcome to Kickstart the Conversation, where we talk about all things entrepreneurship, marketing, and business growth. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Well, then you've come to the right place. Here on Kickstart the Conversation, we have real, honest conversations about what it takes to build a successful business in today's world. No fluff, no BS, just real talk about the challenges and opportunities that come with being an entrepreneur and growing your business. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned business owner, we've got something for you. From expert interviews to actionable strategies you can implement immediately, we'll help you get clarity, build momentum, and achieve your goals. So sit back, relax, and get ready to kickstart the conversation with your host, the quiz queen, Catherine O'Leary. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kickstart the Conversation. Today, I have Lance Lafort with us, and Lance has an executive background in creative tech industries, advertising, marketing, HR, animation, film, TV, streaming. We were just actually talking about some of the strikes that were affecting the the film world in the last little while. He started his own business in 2017 to service those same industries and grew into a boutique business catering to clients with management and recruitment challenges. So we are going to tuck in with Lance here and talk a little bit about hiring people, whether or not you have an assessment form or an intake form, how he works with his um, clients, and also uh, maybe some tips and tricks around um, hiring VAs because we were talking about that briefly. So welcome, Lance, to kickstart the conversation. Thank you, Catherine. I'm happy to be here. Perfect. Um, so let's just uh, jump right in. Like, Tell us a little bit more about what you do and how you serve your clients. Sure. Um, we are a boutique recruitment firm, quite frankly. That's what uh, I've done all sorts of roles in my career professionally. But what happened time and time again was I had people calling me and saying, hey, can you find me? A, do you know a good blah, blah, blah? Can you? And so there was always this need for talent, right? There's always the demand. And most companies have a recruiter, an HR team or something, and they have a process for recruiting talent. Um, but even when I was on that side of the desk, I had five or six recruiters working for me inside a large corporation, um, sometimes even bigger teams, 10 or 12. There's always, not always, but these things that come up where we can't fill this role. Mm-hmm. We, what, what's wrong? So we would go to someone like myself now, a specialized vendor, and say, hey, we're having a really hard time filling X, whatever this position is. Can you find us this? And we would outsource the role. We would pay a premium fee for it because the reason we had a recruitment team was to try and keep our costs low and a, n- a number of other things. Um, but so the job would go out to a specialized vendor. You know, I'll give you a perfect example. My team was really good at hiring animation people and building movies and the CFO would come down and say, hey, can you give the recruitment team or the HR team a, a role in finance? I'm like, we can, but it's not what our team's really geared to do. So it'll take us a while. And then sometimes weeks would go by and the CFO would just come by and go, you know what, go hire a vendor. Give yeah. me a specialist in HR. Give me a specialist in finance. Give me a, you know, because that person will have a Rolodex or a database just with those people and that's what i need and i need this problem fixed in the next 10 days yeah so you know and so we are now sort of 360 or 180 degrees later i'm 
I'm the specialized vendor. I used to hire specialized vendors. Now I am a specialized vendor. Did I answer the question? Sorry. Yeah, I yeah. No, that's that's five thousand words or less, Catherine. I think I might answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now you're the specialized vendor. So now you're the person that the Netflix and the Amazons and the uh, you said something else there. Yeah. No, like, well, you know, just to jump in there, a, a lot of our clients work for the streaming companies. So. Oh, okay. Netflix would hire them to build a movie or do the visual effects on a movie or animation on a movie. And so um, then they, if they're having a hard time finding the crew or the leaders to build that project, we will help them find source, select screen, interview, a short list. Like we'll drill it down to three to five people for them. We present to them, they hire, and therefore then they can get their movie made or their kids cartoon or animated show done and that sort of thing. Or AR, VR, and we've done work in technology and whatever the assignment is, we're basically, you know, headhunter is the word you've heard a million times probably. We, we headhunt down talent. We say, hey, we've got a great opportunity and, and we outreach. We don't post ads. That's the big difference. A lot of HR teams, they call it post and pray in the industry. We post this ad and pray somebody good finds it, right? Yeah. Normally, good people are not looking at ads. They've got their head down. They're busy. If they turn their LinkedIn in on, they've got eight or ten recruiters calling them, saying, "Hey, I've got a great job for you. I've got a great, you know." So, good people in high demand need an outreach from a from a, a vendor like us. We've got to get to them, and sometimes they've also got conceptions like, "Well, I heard this about that company and that about that company." So, we are the first gate on information. And we have to say, no, I've heard that too, but have you heard this, right? And give them uh, some other information to see if that sways them. To, or, you know, sometimes I just say, look, you should have a conversation with them because you may have three pieces of information and two of them could be wrong. Wouldn't you want to check it out yourself right up front? I'll give you another one. Uh, um, interesting. A, a few years back, we had a client looking for a senior executive and uh, we presented several candidates. It's a... Um, Usually these industries are small, so they can sort yeah. of check with friends and friends and get references of, of, you know, from people they know. And so the sort of lead candidate in the um, search, someone at this client's business had a bad story. So the client put it to me and said, hey, we've heard this about this individual. Can you dig in and check this for us? So I said, sure. Can we get you some other references? Because clearly you're doing your own reference checking. And they said, sure. So I asked the candidate, can you provide me at least three or four people who can speak on your behalf? Um, this individual gave us like close to 10 people. Wow. That would speak for him. We called them all. Um, we had eight reply within about 24 hours, which is always a good sign. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes a reference takes three or four days. You're like, mm. um, they jumped on it, jumped all over it. And so we presented these stories quite detailed stories about how this person helped their career, been a mentor to them, a coach, even though it wasn't part of his official role at the company. He was one of these guys who really took people under his wings and helped them grow their careers. Like, you know, stellar stuff. Like, mm. I should have written a book, right? I could have sold it on eBay uh, or Amazon. Anyway, long story short, when we presented to the client, it blew out the story they had, the negative story. But if we didn't have it, they were willing to ride on this negative reference and shut the search down. And so that was an eye opener. The best line was the client, this uh, CEO said to me, it's kind of embarrassing and a little bit humiliating because he said, I don't think I could get eight people to say that kind of stuff about me. 
it's and it's hard. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's funny. So right now you are likely placing people in a more senior level, yeah. in those more senior roles. And a lot of my audience might be sitting there thinking, well, you know, I'm a solopreneur, just building a team, or I'm, you know, like just have maybe, you know, a handful of employees or contractors or 1099s as they call them in the in the US. How do you approach, you know, building that smaller team, building building out like the the admin assistant and the VA and the, you know, like do you do you approach that the same way you approach a a senior manager for the for the CFO? Yeah, no, if, if somebody needs a support kind of person like that, you know this, there's a million agencies across Asia right now who are already set up and they have all the software and they have training programs and they're professional services companies that have been doing this for 30 years or more in Asia. Um, and I think in the last five to 10 years, they've gotten way better, right. much more sophisticated. So um, I've used um, uh, VAs in the Philippines and in India and anything from $5 an hour to $20 an hour and depends on what you want, you know, and, and, and some places I've, I've worked with will prevent, present three or four candidates to you and mm -hmm. you get to do interviews to figure out which one has the best sort of skill set for what you're looking for. Everything from, hey, I need someone just to post all my Instagram ads and my Facebook ads and just do my social media for me. Have you got somebody? Yes. But we want to bill you 40 hours a week. I'm like, no, 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 no. I need someone five to 10 hours a week tops. Okay. If you can, if you can do that, I'm your client. If you're not, forget about it. Right. And normally the vendors will like, no, well, we can make that work. And then, you know, I sit on a, a call once or twice a week with a person and we go over some stuff and he or she designs some of our work or we give them templates and say the ads have to match the standard. And then here are my logins for Instagram and so on and so on. And they just post, post, post. We've had other ones to work on um, scheduling. You know, here's my Calendly link and talk to this person just fill up my calendar. You know, yeah. I've got uh, a crew working with me out of Toronto and as well as Bangladesh together. They do a LinkedIn automation outreach for us right now. So they run various outreach scripts in our LinkedIn profile. If no one responds, there's an automated second response, third response, fourth response, all on a sort of cadence. Like if no reply, send the next one out three days later. If no replies, right. send the next one out a week later and then two weeks later and then a month later and so on. So the idea is that, you know, not everyone lives in LinkedIn. Some people probably fire it up once a year, you know, yeah. other ones turn it on once a week or a lot of people have it on their phone now, which is great because they'll see an alert, you know, something's in your inbox, you get an email from. So that's been helpful because if you're a solopreneur or a small business, as you know, you start out wearing every single hat. Yes. You do. And we are as entrepreneurs crazy enough to imagine we can do it all. <laughs> I don't know why there's this kind of, you know, superhero type thing. I will, you know, do this and I will do that. I will get it all done. I'm amazing. And that's why I left my crappy corporate job. You know, like, I can do this without you people, you know. Oh my What's God, that? I'm having flashbacks to my own, my own. Right. In my own head. Right. Yes. So, so there, yeah, there's a common thread, I think, with a lot of entrepreneurs is, you know, I, I can think of times where I've been in a room with people thinking this person makes three times my salary, but I'm way smarter than them. I know more about this industry, but on the pecking order of the org chart, their position demands a significantly higher salary because they're overseeing a huge chunk of the organization. Yet there are eight or 10 specialists in the room that know their specialty, you know, like a Mensa grad, 
down to a down to the last little pin. Mm-hmm. But in the value of that organization, it's not compensated the same way as the a C level or a VP or a director mm-hmm. or something. So, anyways, long story short, as an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, you have to find the five or ten or fifteen or twenty dollar an hour type items and get them out of your hair as quick as possible. And if you're not going to go overseas to a vendor, get some neighbor's teenager or somebody in the family who's responsible, motivated, and mature, and give them a finite task, boil it down to, don't give them a broad thing, give them, hey, I need this done every Friday. Can you do this for me? I'll pay you 50 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever the fee is, right? But if if it's sat and you've ruminated over it for four or five days and not got to it, that's a sign you need to get rid of it. Get it off your desk, give it to someone else, right? And pay for it. You know, I used to do all my invoicing when I started. And I thought, this is great. I'm in control of my invoices and I know how to do this accounting package I bought. And it's really, and a client recommended and it was a fantastic package. Um, but then sometimes an, an invoice wouldn't go out for six weeks because I was busy doing other things. And yeah. now I have a bookkeeper, right? We meet once a week, every Monday, we have a chat. I pay her X per dollars hour. Um, and even that, there was a couple companies in India trying to you know, offshore that for me. On a, on a monthly uh, average rate and they charge, you know, X number of transactions per month. Here's the rate and above that, here's the rate. But it allows you as a business owner to not focus on your billing, on the invoicing. And, you know, there are a lot of other things like that. I don't, I'm not a big fan of, I, I was a salesperson about 30 years ago, so I had to bang on doors. Yeah. I pay for that now. I, I have a company that does that. They automate the function. We have been building ebooks and I'm creative. So I think I want to build my own ebook. And about three hours into reading the software and using the software, I go, this is really cool. If I was uh, 30 years younger, I need to get someone else to do this. <laughs> you yeah. know, I need to pay for it or do it on some, you know, block some time. I'm going to spend three to five hours on every Friday for the next six weeks and build these things myself. If, if you really want to take it on. Right? Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, and I, and that's the balance sometimes, right? Sometimes you're like, no, but I really want to enjoy this and I want to do this myself. And what I tried to do is block my week where Friday is the admin catch up day, the demo day, the, it's not the business day. It's all the support stuff happens on my Fridays. Yeah. So I work Monday to Thursday, like a badger, go, 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 go. Friday is clean up the mess, get ready for next week. Also, you know, or doctor's appointments or whatever. I, I everything Friday is my doer day, my busy B day, but Monday to Thursday, my head's on the business all the time. And like that's that. how I've kind of scheduled it. And, and I, I picked that up from a guy in my twenties. I remember this guy saying he, he was a sales rep at a company I worked for. And he said, Lance, Monday, I light everything on fry on fire. Friday, I put it all out. <laughs> and, and he said, and he said, if I've done it properly, I finished Friday at noon and I'm on my way to the cottage. I'm out of town. Yeah. So he said, that's the goal. Leave the city early on Friday, beat the traffic up north to his cottage, his parents' cottage at the time. And he was a machine. He, he, you know, it was, it was admirable to watch this guy. I was just like, this guy knows it. And he was young. He was in his early twenties, but he had the system and he played the system over and over and over again. And it worked really well for him. So it was, and eventually he became VP of sales at that place. Like at, at a very early age, they could see it so, too. And his numbers, his numbers yeah. were generating. Yeah. So many great nuggets. So there's the, don't do everything. Don't wear all the hats. You need to delegate. And yep. there are lots of different options for you to do that. 
absolutely um, get, yeah. get creative with them and you can you can have your creativity time you can still have your i want to play with chat gpt for the weekend okay yeah. that's fine but like you know maybe set up your you know doer days as you call them from monday to thursday and then you know your admin day on friday but those are some i, I love those those are great nuggets Thank you so much, Lance, for, for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Do you, um, how can people connect with you if they want to learn more or get in contact with you? Sure. I'm, I'm always on LinkedIn uh, daily. Uh, so Lance Lafort uh, or, or Lafort Talent Group, we're at www.laforttalentgroup.com or just hello at laforttalentgroup.com is, is our sort of entry uh, email. Okay. Uh, but yeah, catch, catch me on LinkedIn. That's the easiest one. Catch you on LinkedIn. All right. Well, thank you everyone so much for tuning in uh, yet again to kickstart the conversation. Lance, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Catherine. Take care now. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for today's episode of Kickstart the Conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your time with us. We hope you found our discussion about leads, lists, and leveraging relationships helpful. As we've learned, asking well-designed questions is the key to kickstarting conversations with your ideal clients, building authentic relationships, and ultimately driving more sales. So get out there and start asking those intentional questions. Your ideal clients are waiting for you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, leave a rating and review and be sure to share it with your friends. We have lots of great conversations coming up every week that you won't want to miss. Until next time, keep asking great questions and kickstarting those conversations.